0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live again once again from the J Cave. I am joined, with, as always, by my good man, Bill Murphy. Oh, what's going on, folks? Top of the evening to you. Oh, lovely. Just want to remind everyone, we the best podcast. We the best podcast. It does not sound good in an Irish accent. It does not sound good in an Irish accent. Hopefully you all are doing well tonight. I am joined, as always, by my good man, Bill Murphy, And tonight's topic. Bill, what is tonight's topic on the Mixed Bag Show? Well, since tomorrow
1: is St. Patrick's Day, for all you lovely Irish folk out there, woo! Tonight we're going to be talking about movies and music for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, sir. So this is for all you Irish and non Irish out there.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, it's going to be great, isn't it, JT? Oh, it's going to be lovely, buddy. It's going, it's to, going to be, be fantastic. Lovely. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I mean, With a name like Bill Murphy, of course, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because, you know, tomorrow's also something else,
0: too. Oh, my God. How could we forget? Bill Murphy has a birthday tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, lovely. folks, my birthday's tomorrow. Can I get a whoop, 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 whoop? whoop <laughs> with whoop, a name whoop, whoop, like whoop, Bill whoop. Murphy and my birthday's on St. Patrick's Day. So... Uh, top of the evening to everyone, of course. How y'all doing tonight? And Bill, uh, can't. How, how are you turning, buddy? 28. Where does the time go? And I just want to
1: say uh, for what my good friend, Justin Favaro said last year on the 27th birthday special. Yes, Justin, I survived the 27 club. I missed it. Take that. I'm still kicking. I'm doing this by myself.
0: You're good. Sorry about that. Anyways. And I had to step away from the camera, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is doing well, and we're going to get started tonight on and the Superview Show's Mixed Bag. Get your corned beef ready.
1: Grab yourself up a nice pint of Guinness. Uh, gosh, if you well, don't, don't drink, know. that's okay. Get yourself a nice shamrock shake. Shamrock shake from Mickey D's. Can't beat it. If you drink, get a Guinness. If you, if you, if you don't drink, get yourself a nice shamrock shake. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that shamrock one. shake, buddy. I've never had a shamrock shake.
0: It's too good. You got to try
1: it. Oh, you're going to go get one tomorrow?
0: I, You know what? I might. Not going to lie. <laughs> might have to slip some Jameson in that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyways, let's get to it. what movie do, we want, do you want to discuss first tonight, my friend? Okay, this was a one, This was a movie that I
1: only seen a little bit of, and this is probably one of the oldest movies we've talked about. It's actually a Disney live action movie. It's called Gar- Darby O'Gill and the Little People.
0: What is it going on? Dark what? Darby Gill and the Little People. Darby Gill and the Little People? Yep. Okay, here we go. Oh, Dario, I'm sorry. I spelled it wrong, everyone. That's my bad. Sharing our screen now as we speak. Here we go. All right. Let's talk about this. Bill, you lead off, my friend. Okay, this got? was made in 19... 19- sorry, here we go. Okay, this was made
1: in nineteen. Um. Okay. You, okay. It's. Dar- yeah. There it is. Darby.
0: Whoops. I cannot spell for my life. anyway. We're we're off for the horrible start. Start. Okay. Today. Darby okay.
1: O'Gill and the Little People was a movie that was made in nineteen fifty nine. Yep. It is about a a guy named Darby O'Gill, and how he sees these people known as leprechauns. Yep. He sees the leprechauns. And nobody believes him. And then there's also a side plot where his daughter is being dated by, you know who that gentleman is right up there? Uh, is that Sean Connery? That no? is Sean Connery. Get out. I got it right. This is when he was relatively an unknown at the time. Really? At the time? Yeah. He, he, this was made in 1959. So this was before he became Bond. Oh, Wow. Wow,
0: pre-bond uh, Sean
1: Connery. Yeah, it's a cute movie. It's and that song, that song that he sings, she's my dear, my darling. Uh, no, uh, I well walt- I worship the ground she walks upon. My darling Irish girl. That song will literally be stuck in your head. I swear to God. Um sure it is. But then, but then when the the daughter dies briefly in the movie to go to, and she goes to the, they go to the little people before the Banshee because in oh, yeah. Irish folklore, you know how in American folklore, we have the Grim Reaper. Yes. to Come claim your soul when you die. In Ireland, it's the Banshee that comes. Mm, okay. And Doug Walker calls it the scariest nostalgic moment. It's not that scary. It really isn't. Okay. Maybe to like a little kid. Maybe to a little kid, it would scare the shit out of them. Maybe. But yeah. but yeah, Dar- Darby O'Gale and the little people. Um, a fun a f- And the landscapes in Ireland, they
0: look so beautiful in this film. I've been to Ireland. It is green as can be. <laughs> you been to Ireland? I have. I went there in 2013, 14. I forget exactly when. It was, I've when never, been. I'd never been. I've never been. I've never been. You've never been, buddy. I'm, Come on, I'm, you're missing out. I've never been to Ireland.
1: Oh, my God. I have friends who've been there. I'm like, I, I would love to go one day. I would love to go. It's to a
0: very, very beautiful place, truthfully. It's really good.
1: She's the my darling. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So, yeah, but anyway, and again, the band, she is not that scary. No. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on Dorby O'Gill and the little people. Sorry, all right. Very
0: brief. Um, I have not seen it, so I cannot comment on it. But okay. Um.
1: Okay. The next one is. The next one is. A this was made in 1995.
0: Yep. It's called Boondock Saints. Boon. Doc Saints got it. Talk to me buddy. What do you got?
1: Okay, this this takes place in Boston, like another film we're going to be talking about soon.
0: Oh boy, can't wait.
1: Um this is about a this is about two Irish brothers who who um it's basically a vigilante movie when they go basically out and clean the streets of Boston of evil. And one of the Because they start going in this church and they listen to a priest talk about the story of this woman named Kitty Genovese who says, and he goes, this poor soul cried out for help and nobody did anything. And this one line I think is, is tied up everything when he goes, now we must all fear evil men, but there's one thing that's worse than evil men. And you know what that is? What's that? The indifference of good men. Mm. And it's like that famous quote from Irish philosopher Edmund Burke. The wor- the greatest evil, evil only permits when good men do nothing. Um, but they just go out and because one of their bars, their favorite bars is owned by the Russian mob. Really? Yeah, the Russians are now involved. Oh, wonderful. Um, but and if anyone knows anything about the Russian mob, it's not pretty. Nope. And I, I love that bar standoff scene because the 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 bartender is like is like one of their really good friends. He's from Ireland and he also has Tourette's too. Now listen, I just want to say if anyone is watching who has Tourette's, I'm not making fun of you. But it's like a, you could go bring your son fucking ass home. And and then he goes, and then the Russians like, listen. And he goes, and then the and then the um the boondock saints are like, listen. Why don't we make you an offer? The Russian guy, like, I make the offer. And and it is absolutely fantastic. It's such an intense movie, and they also meet their father. Which has the great, which probably has one of probably one of my favorite scenes in film. When they're in a courtroom and they crash it and they're holding guns, going, "These are go, do not kill, do not rape, do not steal. These are not just polite suggestions. These are calls that every man of every faith should follow. And if you don't like it, we'll send you to any god we want you to." And the. And the. And the thing that is so chilling, they say this prayer before they kill someone. It goes like this. And shepherds, we shall be. For thee, my Lord, for thee. Power had descended from thy hand. May our feet swiftly carry out thy command. So we shall flow a river, thee, and taint as the it shall ever be. In e nomere pagre, a espiritu sante. Boom. Oh, wow. And yeah, it is basically vigilante- It's basically vigilante justice here, folks, at its finest. That's crazy, bud. It is vigilante justice, my friends. Vigilante justice.
0: That's crazy. Um, But hey, you know, they do what they're going to do? Hey, you got to do it. They got to do what they got to do. Exactly. It's unfortunate, but it's true. It is unfortunate. I have not Um, seen this. Would you recommend it? Yes. Gotcha. It's kind of a cult classic. Really? Cult classic? Yeah.
1: Okay. And next one. You know what's so funny about this next one? This is a movie about Irish folks. And the director of this movie is Italian. Oh, yeah. And that is Gangs of New York by Morty Scorsese. Of course. How could we forget it? How could we forget about Gangs of New York? Okay, I feel this is a very underrated movie. Really? Yeah, well, it was big when it first came out. Like for instance, this was actually nominated for best picture. At uh, which Oscars? 2002 to 2 uh 2002 uh I think it cuz it came out in 2002, so I think it was for two th- the 2003 pictures from when 2000 2000- the 2002, the 2003 ceremonies for the 2002 movie year.
0: Gotcha. Okay. You know who knows this stuff? Matt Hemsley. Matt Hemsley. And he might be here next week. One of our biggest friends. We love you. And he's also our
1: Oscars expert. Yeah, we got to get him so on. He needs to, so he's got it. He might be here next week.
0: We never to know. Give guys. His take
1: on, to give his take on the Oscar preview. So,
0: yeah. Hemsley, you, do not disappoint us. <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: Or we will find you. Oh, yeah. And we will hurt you. Um, Anyways, Gangs of New York. Anyway, Gangs of New York. This is actually about a chapter in American history that not a lot of people talk about. But it 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 starts in the beginning when, when Irish immigrants, the leader, Priest Valen, played by Liam Neeson, fights off against... The the nativist De- Bill the Butcher, played by Daniel Day Lewis, mm. who have you ever thought of this? He has three Oscars. He has an Oscar for each one of his names.
0: Daniel Day, wow! I, I didn't think of that. You're right.
1: He has a name for his. He has an Oscar for his first name, for his middle name, and for his last name.
0: That's crazy if you think about it. Have you noticed that? I never noticed that until you pointed that out. What has this been? the facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill.
1: Oh yeah. Anyways. So anyway, um. So in the beginning of the film, Daniel Day Lewis' character, Bill the Butcher. Um. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a text right
0: now. You're good. So, Gangs of New York, guys. I personally have not seen it, but that's okay. I mean, for what I, I, I do remember, that, I, I remember hearing about this film. Truthfully, I, I remember it being really like a cult classic, following film. But like I said, I personally have not seen it. So, but that's me. Um, you know. I've heard good things about it, though. Bill, what were you saying? Okay. Um, what was I saying? Um,
1: a, okay. So Daniel Day-Lewis kills Liam Neeson's character. Okay. Liam Neeson kills Daniel day Lewis's character. And And um, Damn it. Okay. So he kills him. So he kills him. And then his son who gets taken, Liam Neeson's son who gets taken away. Um so So his son gets taken away. And years later, this is now the start of this is now the start of the um of the Civil War. This is now the start of the Civil War. Yeah. So this this happens 20 years later. And he's now an adult. And he walks out. And he just sees how everything has changed. And has no... Because this is a part of what's... Of the time when a lot of immigrants were assimilating to American culture. Uh-huh. And and a lot of them because and a lot of them he finds out that a lot of the people who used to fight with his father are now working for Daniel Day-Lewis's character and also this is around the time when the first draft is coming when the first military draft is coming to in in US history and you could get out of the draft, though, to pay $300. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Okay, $300. That's like nothing. But back then, that's like, you know.
0: Got back, money. Then,
1: that, back then, that's a lot of money. I got to admit the Leonardo DiCaprio's Irish accent's not all that great. Um, God bless him, but no. But anyway, so he meets up with an old friend of his and they're talking about how um and how everything has changed and now everyone has assimilated cuz around this time a lot of irish immigrants joined the joined the union army because they were poor they didn't have any money yeah and when they got here they're like hey three square meals a day shelter clothing do it and And, you know, they talk about, like, all the political stuff that was going on, such as Boss Tweed, Tammany Hall, and – which was a big political machine back then. Yeah. And and he goes – and because, you know, because Tammany Hall says, you know, I get a big hot bowl of soup down for the Irish. And then Daniel Day-Lewis' character goes – if only had the guns, Mr. Tweed, I blast them the minute they get off the boat. And uh, folks, if you know your history, Boss Tweed wasn't doing that out of the goodness of his heart. He was doing it to get their votes. He was doing it to get their votes. Um, but but then they talk about how every how everything is like bought off, how there's the city police, and the metropolitan police Um, one of the things. OK, this scene kind of screwed up, but it's kind of funny. A house is burning down. And the fire department's going, hey, it's the other fire department. Screw the house. Get up. And they're fighting in the street. And the person goes, oh, I'm sorry. We can't do anything. Can you save my house? No, we're busy. I'm like, okay, you're going to let this person's poor person's house burn down because oh you gosh. have to fight with the fire department. Your tax dollars at work, folks. Your tax dollars at work. So... Yeah, so your tax dollars at work here, folks. God bless America. God bless. But anyway, so what so then it finds out that Leonardo DiCaprio's character starts getting buddy buddy with Daniel Day Lewis's character. And okay, I'm not gonna give you like every single little thing in detail. This movie's like nearly three hours long. It's a long movie. And also there's a love interest who's played by Cameron Diaz okay she actually does a pretty good Irish brogue okay and there's this um, and and you know what I've noticed it's a small thing have you noticed everybody important in this movie is wearing a top hat it's, <laughs> it's like so we're important we have top hats we're so important we wear top hats
0: I didn't notice that until now but you're right <laughs> JT. They're important. You know why? Why? They
1: have top hats. Exactly. (laughs) They have top hats. Top hats are a sign of importance. So guess what I have to wear next time on this podcast? A top hat. I have to wear a top hat. There you go. (laughs) Show that I'm important. I have a top. I have a top hat. Mm, I'm important. (laughs) Okay. No, I do not own a top hat. I should. But anyway, so and then I'm not going to spoil the whole thing for you because again, it's a long ass movie. No worries. At the okay. end of the movie, at the end of the movie, he um. At the end of the mo- at the end of the movie, and I think this is actually very, a very what you call it, a very um appropriate because at the end goes, they're not gonna know we were even here. And then this movie was released about a year after nine eleven. So it I, I think it was cause they kind of show like the World Trade Center building up to and all that. But yeah and then and then um a song that is by a band that I'm sure we're gonna be talking about tonight, you two Yeah, we'll that, talk about them. The song The Hands That Built America. Yep, and it is a really good movie. But in a way, I'm going to be honest. I feel like this movie has sort of been forgotten about.
0: A little bit, yeah. I mean, I've heard of it, but like it was big me. when it
1: came out. Yeah, it was big when it came out, but it was it was big when it came out, but not too many people remember it. Not too many people remember it. Okay, and we actually have two other Scorsese movies we're actually talking about on this blessed St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, what do you got? The Departed. Oh, how could we forget that? And you know what song that made that movie made famous?
0: Which one? Dun dun.
1: Ah. Oh,
0: We'll talk about that in a little bit, but yes.
1: Yeah, it's the song about Matt Damon plays a FBI agent who is who is getting on who is who is a longtime friend of a mob boss played by Jack Nicholson in Boston. Yep. And then and then and then the I think it's the FBI or someone else is investigating him and the mob boss, and a a one time agent who screwed up who's now trying to get his life back on track decides to go undercover to count both of to to get both Jack Nicholson and Matt Damon and another one with Leonardo DiCaprio in it too yeah um and. I think this movie is great. shows the Irish mob shows the Irish mob, and it's also in Boston. God, how come all these Irish crime movies take place in Boston?
0: A lot of things take place in Boston there, buddy. a lot of them do, and this yeah, is why always- I
1: wear I proudly wear this
0: your Yankee shirt <laughs>
1: but um. It's a good. It's a good movie. Um,
0: I have. Have you ever seen this? I have not. No, I've heard a lot of things about it, though. Don't get me wrong. It's a really good movie,
1: and you know what? After years of frustration, Marty Scorsese finally got his first Oscar.
0: Oh yeah, that's
1: right. I forgot about that. Yeah, this was the movie that re- that gave him his first Oscar. Um. He only had to wait nearly 30 years. Um, but no, nah, I really love this movie. I think, and the soundtrack is great. Not just the song we're going to talk about soon. Oh, yeah, can't wait. <laughs> you sh- we're going to talk about that soon, folks. Oh, yeah, can't wait, buddy. But you know what we're also talking about? What? Um, But also they have this great... Version of Give Me Shelter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By uh, not the Rolling Stones. I think it's some cover version. Yeah, I've I've heard that version. It's really good. <laughs> and also a cover version of the song Comfortably Numb by Roger Waters and Van Morrison. Oh, interesting. Okay. Another guy who we're soon going to be talking about soon, Van Morrison. Yeah. Um, yep. So anyway... This is a really good movie and I love the crime element of it. I love everything. And you know who I first watched this with?
0: Our dear friend, Justin. Uh, Our dear friend,
1: Justin. Our dear friend, Justin. Yes, sir. Justin, shout out. We love you, bud. Shout out. Yeah. And now for the last one, yeah, I can only think of a few, but you know what I can say about movies for St. Patrick's Day there's more for St. Patrick's Day than there is for Thanksgiving. Ain't that the truth there, buddy. Oh, Remember when we did our Thanksgiving show, we literally had to scramble around. Yeah, we were like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Here, we, okay, like there's no movie specifically about St. Patrick's Day, but at least you, we could get a good idea of what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, my big one. Okay, here's another one, and this is another Scorsese film. It's the
0: movie, The Irishman. Yes. And I have, I did not see it, but um, I, it was super long too. Oh, yes.
1: I remember the day I, I watched it. It was the, it was funny that we brought up Thanksgiving movies. It was actually the day before Thanksgiving. I, when it came on Netflix, I, um, I remember I was thinking, okay, I'm going to start at about seven, eight o'clock, three hours. It should be done by 10 or 11. And then my parents were talking to me about something. And then my friend calls and he's, uh, and he's talking to me for an hour. I'm like, dude, I got things to do here. And I'm ready to go downstairs to go watch the Irishman. And my parents go, can you bring up, can you go bring up the laundry basket? I'm like, fine. (laughs) All I want to do is sit down and watch the Irishman. Right. And what happens? By the time, it's like nine o'clock. I'm like, okay, I'll be done by midnight. And, you know, some people, including our dear friend, Justin, have taken different approaches to this. Like he said, I watch it like you're watching a miniseries. Yeah. Like you're watching, I, I watch it like I'm watching a miniseries. I, I don't, oh. and I'm like thinking, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and watch the whole thing in one setting. Right. In one sitting. Because if I, because if I don't, if I do that whole miniseries thing, I'm going to forget where I was and boom. I'm going to forget where I was and boom. But anyway, this tells the story of um, Frank Sheeran, based off a book called "I Heard You Paint Houses," which, for those who don't know, what I he- basically means you kill people. Of course, no, always is. No, I, I didn't know that. I had to have somebody actually explain that to me. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh. I heard. It was, wait, no, he doesn't paint houses. He's a truck driver. <laughs> He's a truck driver. How does he not paint? How does he paint houses?
0: There you go. And.
1: And like, let me tell you something. Um, This. OK, so it's about Frank Sheeran, who is a truck driver in the union. And he meets up with Russ, who's played by Robert De Niro. And he meets up with and he meets Russell Buffalino, played by Joe Pesci. And then they get in with the Teamsters Union president, Jimmy Hoffa. Mm -hmm. played by Al Pacino and it's mostly about all the crimes they have committed Mm. and it's mostly about all the crimes they have committed and it's a good movie but you know what I'll be honest I could only sit through it once for two reasons reason one it's way too long it's a long movie dude That's reason one. Reason two, the last third of this movie is just so freaking depressing.
0: I didn't see it. I mean, if you want to spoil this, you can. It's up to you. Yeah, the last
1: third is just freaking depressing. It's basically... Well, one of the part is... Okay, and they show some historical inaccuracy here. Yeah. They kill... They... That Frank Sheeran kills Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, and has him cremated. Oh. that didn't happen. Well, we don't know what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. Rumors are saying that he was buried under the old giant. That his body was under the old giant stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, you never heard that. I never heard that. No, like every time when the Giants, who's like, oh God, Jimmy Hoffa's rolling in his hole under the stadium right now. <laughs> Poor Jimmy Hoffa. He's rolling in his hole under the stadium right now. Um, but. Allegedly Jimmy Hoffa was buried under Giant Stadium, but they haven't shown that Frank killed him and then cremated his body. But the last third of the movie is just so depressing because it just shows that all of frank's all of Frank's associates are dying. And he's that all of Frank's associates are dying. And and he and he ends up in a nursing home. And he's because that's the whole framing device. It's like the whole it's the whole framing device. He's in the nursing home telling the story to the camera. And and you know what? it's kind of like a it's kind of like Sort of like an unreliable narrator. Because if you remember, we talked about historically inaccurate movies. Um, when I talked about the movie Amadeus, um, I was saying at Frank Solier uh, for what's his face? Solieri, and how he goes on about how he may have killed Mozart. But if you look historically, Solieri had dementia at the time and wasn't exactly all there. Oh, boy. So you don't know. Is he telling the truth? You kind of have the same thing for Frank Sheeran here. Because this was near the end of his life. This was near... Because the in the last third, he's near the end of his life. So you don't know if this is... If this all happened. Or maybe at this point, he wasn't exactly all there. So he wasn't telling the whole story. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So... And, and you know, because another... Th- thing is shows that his daughter who was actually very close to Jimmy Hoffa who was based Jimmy Hoffa was basically like a second father to her when she finds out that he killed him she doesn't talk to him anymore like there's a scene when he's at the bank yeah that, that she works she sees that he's online he just she just goes away and and you know, because, you know, when he got out of prison a few months after he got out of prison, his wife died. And so basically near the end, he's all alone. And and there is a scene, it's the very last scene of the movie. He's with a priest, they're praying together, and he's giving him confession. And he goes, okay, Frank, you have a good you have a you have a good one. I'll come by after Christmas. And he goes, Wait, Father, Christmas is almost here? Yeah, it's going to be in a few days. Like, oh, because, you know, all his associates are are dead. His family's not talking to him. And he's like, Father, can you just leave the door open? Sure. And you hear the song In the Still of the Night playing, you know, In the still of the night. It's a great song, too. And you see them just zooming out the camera and the door closes. And that's the end of the film.
0: Oh, wow. That's it? Yeah. I I haven't seen it yet. So that's why I was wondering. Yeah. It is a long movie, too. You
1: know. It is a long movie. But, you know, that is one of two reasons I can't watch it. Because it's too long. And I think it's just really depressing. The last third, I literally cannot sit through. I think it's too depressing. And I know Matt Hensley loves this movie. But. Yeah, he does. I think it's like I try watching it again, but I'm like, I can't, I can't. Um, yeah. So the Irishman, starring Frank, starring Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and and Al Pacino. Wow, for for a celebration of Irish heritage, we're talking about a m- movies that were made by Italians. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true
1: um but yeah that's um yeah those are my I can't really because I can't really think of any others that I've that I ha, I haven't seen a lot of others so
0: yeah I think that's it on that one all yeah. right I, like I, I couldn't really think of any other like films I mean, hey, but at least I'm this right. is easier
1: than Thanksgiving
0: this was a lot easier than Thanksgiving, though. I will say that. Um, this is- you know what? You know, what, Bill. There's one thing. One thing I want to touch on personally.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: It and it is St. Patrick's Day related. You you're, you might kill me. For, you might actually laugh at this. Not sure, but let's see. Veggie Tales. We're going back to like little kid. I'm just the last thing that I could possibly draw from my my mind, but like. St. Patrick's day. <laughs> they had a special like way back when talking about St. Patrick's day. I don't know how I just thought of this, but it was like, I could shed some light on this. This episode of this show, by the way, this is actually a pretty good show. too. It was a good show, but like this story, they, they tell the story of St. Patrick. And it's really a really funny way. It's kind of cute, whatever. But like, it's honestly, it's a really like fun way of like explaining how St. Patrick's Day came about uh, in, a, in a kid's form. But it was really, really well done. And uh, I mean, it's, I don't even know when it came out, like this episode, but I, this, when this is the last thing I could think of regarding like St. Patrick's Day, anything. So, but yeah, I mean, if for the for any kids out there looking for interesting stuff for St. Patrick's Day, simply go to YouTube and look up who was St. Patrick's Freddy Tales and it'll come up. There you go. And you know what? It. Speaking of St. Patrick, I kind of feel bad for him. You know why? Why? Because
1: on his feast day, this is a man who was kidnapped by pirates and sold into slavery. Yep. And you know how people celebrate his feast day? Tell me, Bill. They get totally hammered. <laughs> exactly st patrick st patrick basically got kidnapped by pirates and sold into slavery
0: oh my god
1: and you guys celebrate your his day by getting totally trashed i guess bill if there's thing. anything wrong with that
0: right.
1: go ahead ask me if there's anything wrong with that
0: bill is there anything wrong with that
1: absolutely not exactly Oh, God, poor St. Patrick. Yes, I'm going to die, and people are going to use my feast day to go out and and use it as an excuse to start drinking before noon.
0: Yeah, I hear you.
1: God bless you, St. Patrick. Remember, your suffering is the reason invented a day that we can be excused by getting drunk before noon. God bless you, St. Patrick. Um, (laughs) I am a terrible person. No, Um, you're not, Bill. Stop it. Your birthday's tomorrow. Relax. Um <laughs> oh God bless. Um <coughs> so so yeah, like fine. seriously,
0: this 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 veggie tails thing, it's really something quite funny. If if you have if you have time to check this out, check out this thing on YouTube. It's really good. I recommend it. Uh who knows? Uh Bill, are we ready to transition over to music? I think we are ready to
1: transition over to music. Who should we talk about first? Hmm. What is I it? Have an
0: idea. The dropkick oh, Murphys, baby. We have to. I'm shipping up to Boston. Whoa, shipping up to Boston. Okay, if you ever been uh, a bar, ah, don't sue us. If you ever
1: been in a bar on St. Patrick's Day with a bunch of drunk college kids, that song is gonna be heard. Yes. And. And. I remember, yeah, Dropkick Murphys. They are a great band. Aside from stuff like "Ship It Up to Boston" and the state of Massachusetts, they actually have a song called. They actually do a lot of covers of actually old Irish folk songs. I didn't know that. Like the song "Field of Athenry," my favorite cover, Johnny, I hardly knew ya. Ah, uh, poor course.
0: Johnny. One of my favorite is Rose Tattoo. I love that one. On a rose tattoo. That's a good one. Ah, uh, poor Johnny.
1: JT. I hardly knew him. <laughs> Did you know Johnny, JT? Do I know Johnny? What are you talking about? Ah, I Johnny, we hardly knew yet. We hardly knew Johnny. May he rest. I don't know. Is Johnny even still alive? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh, bless you, Johnny. But anyway, um, but anyway, the song. No, nah, I really love it. It's just a really good thing to really get you all crazy on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts on dropping And no, I am not in this band, I promise. <laughs> I should sue them for using my last name. But no, I think me on. and
0: every single Murphy would be a to um, of compensation. Well, one of the greatest joys and happiness that Dropkick Murphys brought to my life was um, their performance at Fenway Park. Really? During, in the middle of COVID, they performed at Fenway Park. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. So they, they performed at Fenway Park and they performed like probably like 30 songs and live streaming online to raise money to fight COVID in 2020. Mm-hmm. I know Bruce Springsteen is involved, isn't he? Well, of course he is, Bill. How could he not be? Because if you
1: if you start with the, the greatest joy they've given to my life, I know it's either Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen related.
0: Well, that is true. I will give you that. That is fairly accurate. So uh, Bruce more than Billy, to be honest. I love I love both, but let's be real. No, uh, every time like, the greatest
1: joy he's brought in my life, like Bruce Springsteen has something to do with it, doesn't it? He actually guest appeared in the thing
0: too yeah so so what happened my friend he he guest appeared he sung uh he, he sung one of his songs american land uh they covered it, but he was performing on the giant screen of, of it for those of you who are listening, you won't be able to see it, but there's a picture of it right here, so and remember folks, when he says the greatest moment of my life, <laughs> shut
1: up, Bill. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen is 99.9% going to be involved. Yes, gotta love some Bruce. So that was the greatest joy they brought to your life? One of them. Yeah. I only have one thing against them. What? A certain baseball team they root for. What's that? A certain baseball team they root for. That's my problem. Oh, fuck the Red Sox. We know that. Now like I'll tell you this they actually recorded an old Red Sox fight song called Tessie. Oh my god, really? And I'll be honest, it's actually they released it before the 2004 season and 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 act and in that game 4 of the 2004 ALCS. Yeah. <laughs> and Yankees won three games to none. They were getting hate mail. They like, said, don't ever do anything with the Red Sox involved again. You jinxed us. And then we all know what happens after that. The Red Sox ended up doing the greatest comeback in sports history. God damn it.
0: <laughs> we still have nightmares about that. I know. Me too.
1: <sighs> but anyway, I, I will be honest. It's not a terrible
0: song. No, I mean, I I, I love John Kimmer. I think they're great you are the but um, they're great. But
1: anyway, so yeah, dropkick Murphys and like I said, we all love shipping up to Boston.
0: Oh yeah, to, you, how, how could you not love that song? It's such a great song. And there's also a good song. It's sort of a
1: it's a party song. It's about someone dying. It's called "I'm Going Out in Style." Oh yeah, it it's like um, it's. It what the course is, bury me at the enemy on Mount Calvary. Something's up, knock me off with whiskey. Can't bring me all to Fenway, spread my ashes all about. Cause I don't really give a shit. I'm going out in style. Woo! That sounds like a hell of a way to go, doesn't it?
0: Uh, That is quite the way to go.
1: That is quite a way to go. Just don't spread my ashes at Fenway. I spread my ashes at Yankee Stadium.
0: But anyway, no, I'll spread them all over the Bronx. Forget Fenway Park, there, buddy. Yeah,
1: God, <laughs> God bless you, dr Murphys. But oh God, I, I'm sorry. But, um,
0: oh my God. But they just seem like fun guys, though. Too. I yeah. You know, funny thing, one of our longtime supporters of the Super View Show. Shout out to Mister Asm of Earth if, if, in the chat board. A Good friend of mine. Which comes in from time to time. He has seen Dropkick Murphys live, really. And how is it, my? I wonder how did he say they were any good? He said they had a mosh pit, and he was flipping. His mind was flipping. He's like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" So I
1: wanted to see them a few years ago. Yeah, but you know, my dad was actually going to go, but the uh, tickets were sold
0: out. Oh yeah, I heard they're great. I haven't not seen them myself, but I've heard. I have not seen them either. Damn. You, you should probably get on stage with them because, Ephraim, you're Bill Murphy. I am Bill Murphy.
1: Bill Murphy. Me and yeah. every single person named Murphy is entitled to compensation because they're using our name. Hell yeah. But I think we'd be, it would come down to like a penny. What's that? Compensation
0: would come down to like a penny. Oh, probably. If, if that, yeah. Um, any other comments for Dropkick Murphy's my guy? Uh that is it. So what you got Them being an incredible awesome Irish band.
1: Yeah, no, they are an incredible Irish band.
0: Yes, out of out of Boston. So oh, sorry. Boston, sorry. Any so you so okay, what's next on our list? I have another Irish band that is well, not necessarily Irish, but like I have a band that sings Irish bar music too. I'm not familiar with them a lot, very much. But again, my good friend Asim of Earth, Andrew, shout out, you're awesome. Uh, Fla- Flagging Molly, Flogging Molly, I think that's what it's called. They're another Irish group as well. They. Uh, sing I'm stuff familiar like, with them, but I don't know much of their work. Yeah, I, I don't know much about them either, but I do know that they are very, very they're Irish punk and they sound like Dropkick Murphys. So if you like Dropkick Murphys, you'll like Flogging Molly. they are uh, I know too.
1: people like them. I just don't know much of their music.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super familiar with them either, but they are great. Familiar, I mean, I, the the things I've I've heard, I've liked them quite a bit. So, so, but they're fantastic. So, I mean, like a lot of those. A lot. It's funny. A lot of Irish bands come from Boston for some reason. Well, Boston has a big Irish community up there. That's true. I, mean, I forget that. I forget how much of an Irish community is up there.
1: My brother was up in Boston for St. Patrick's Day weekend a couple years ago.
0: Oh, really? And he says it's absolutely insane. Oh, I'm sure it is, bud. I'm sure it is. He says it's absolutely insane. The Irish probably flip out up there. It's like, I'm going up to Boston. <laughs> so um, God bless the comment- city of Boston. What's that? God bless the great city of Boston. Yes, God bless you guys. You guys are great. Um, Except for a few other
1: things, but that's okay.
0: Yes. The Red Sox suck, but anyways.
1: <laughs> Alright, um, what's
0: next on it? My good man. Uh, that's all i really got for the Irish bar music. You want to talk about? There's a couple songs I want to talk about personally. Sure. And Bill and I were talking. Bill and I, were, I want to save the big one for last. But like, we'll talk about this one for a sec. So as Bill suggested, one of the greatest things that has ever happened in my life is Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> he released an album in 2012 uh, that has a couple songs on it. that sound very Irish. Uh, like It's called, the album is called, yes, it's called Wrecking Ball. Sorry, Miley Cyrus community. It's called Wrecking Ball. I, I this love this album. First. I could be wrong. What's that? I think this came out first before Wrecking Ball, before Miley. No, oh, yeah, this is, I mean, Miley's was 2014 or 2013. This was 2012. 10 years ago, 10 days ago. March sixth, two thousand twelve. This came out, Bill. This thing's ten years old. You are observing the ten year anniversary of this of their release of its release. I'm flipping out right now, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, this album, is ten year. I remember listening to it uh, endlessly. Um, wow. And let me Long guess, American time. Land. We'll, we'll get to American Land in one sec. But also, I didn't, I didn't know it was named the best album by Rolling Stone in two thousand twelve. It was the best album by my Rolling Stone in two thousand twelve. Um, the, they had the hit single, We Take Care of Our Own, as well, which is a great song. Uh, just saying. Um, so let's talk about the track listing, if I can get to it here. So The track listing is, there's a couple of tracks in here in particular. We Take Care of Our Own sounds very patriotic, but it's got a little bit of an Irish like, vibe to it. "Shackleton and Drawn, Death to My Hometown. And they have like an Irish vibe. If you listen to Death to My Hometown, it really does sound like an Irish like protest song. Truthfully. It sounds like Flagging Molly. It sounds like Dropkick Murphys. Death to My Hometown is one of those tracks. It sounds a lot like an Irish fighting tune. Truthfully, uh, you gotta listen to that one, Bill. I don't know if you ever heard it, but what's it called? Death to My Hometown. Never heard of it. It's a really good track. I mean, it's it's. This is probably his angriest record, I guess, because like it, this is about like also the, the corruption on Wall Street. This is also the corrupt I mean, subject matter wise. It's like lyrically, it's different, but sounding wise of a record, it sounds a lot like um, Irish like folk rock in a sense. It's really good. on the drawing sounds like that. Death to my hometown sounds like that. But American Land, Bill and I before we started our show tonight. Uh, Bill and I were listening to American Land before we started, our and Bill's like one of Bill's comments was, "This sounds like an Irish song." And what what the song is about? It's about a, um, it's about a, it's about immigrants coming over to the U.S. and making a home here. Um, there's a line in the song that says, "The hands that built the country were always trying to keep out." That's kind of like his like like poke stuff but anyways like it's a really great song and it sounds irish and i'm that's my alarm tomorrow morning bill when i go to work it's gonna be american land by bruce springsteen you know it so i can't wait <laughs> you know you know it's gonna be my alarm tomorrow what dun dun <laughs> dun 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 yeah, but- dun and, uh, I, I yeah, know. yeah,
1: you were playing it for me before we came on. I'm like, yeah, this
0: does sound like very Irish. It does. It really does. But for a, for a Bruce Springsteen record, it does sound very Irish and folk in a sense. But, you know, I, I love We Take Care of Our Own, truthfully. Wrecking Ball is about like his the closing of Giant Stadium. Uh, it's, it's, a really, it's a really good record overall. But uh I don't know. It's just it's a really, really strong record. But American Land is American Land is a bop. It's really great. Um, I love it. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. Uh anything else, my friend? For oh before we obviously get to like the big uh the big, 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 big band. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, um
1: there is actually um we gotta talk about Van Morrison. Yeah. You, you can go into this one. Van Morrison, okay. He's from he's from the northern part of Ireland, but we'll forgive him for that. Um <laughs> but um but also um but you know we everybody knows the one song by him Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah, but you know, what? there's actually a song that I actually do like better by him. Which one, Moondance? I, I actually like Moondance better.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
1: It's a marvelous night for a moon
0: dance, J T. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance. It is, buddy. It is. <laughs> it's a marvelous
1: night, <laughs> Dude, I just have one more moon dance with you, my love. But um, but anyway, it is a um. I really do like Van Morrison. Except now
0: he's gone a little kooky. I mean, now especially. He's been like, oh my God, you know? But he, he's really great, too. Yeah. No, but personality-wise, he's gone a little... Uh, Haywire? Kooky. He's
1: gone a little kooky. Him and Eric Clapton were performing a song to protest a certain something, which I won't get into on air. Yeah, we don't um, have to talk about it. But yeah, hes I love him, but uh, he's got a little... The Belfast Cowboy, but he's got a little kooky. Um, you know what? Uh, other song? Um, what other band we talk about?
0: What? The Cranberries. Oh, I didn't even think of them. They're they're great too. Yeah,
1: the lead singer, I forgot her name.
0: Um, uh, I forgot Dolores O'Royden Yeah, she recently passed away. Poor, poor soul. She was she was great.
1: I really like that song, "Zombies." Oh yeah, and "Dreams" and uh, "Linger" are great too. Yeah. <laughs> You know what zombies is about? What is it about? It's actually about the um troubles in Ireland. Okay, really? With their tanks and their bombs. Na, 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 na. Keep on fighting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that song's about the the troubles that are that go on in Ireland from the 60s up to like the 90s.
0: Gotcha. Okay. This is yeah. Ben.
1: Random oh. facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill. Guess what, guys? You get two random facts with Bill tonight.
0: Yes, we have the double whammy of random facts with Bill. So, I mean, I I like the cranberries. a lot. I think they're really talented. I mean, it sucks that their lead singer died. It really does. She was very talented. So she was very, 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 very talented singer.
1: You know what song I like? Um. We got to talk about a, another song. from a. He's not Irish, but I think he's English of Irish descent. Ed Sheeran. We could talk about that. There's a song that I really like. It's called um,
0: Galloway Girl. I know that one, too. That's a good one.
1: She played a fiddle. She played a fiddle in an Irish band.
0: Yes. She fell in Ed. love with an Englishman. Ed's great. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I always talk about like, oh, like a classic rock artist, this or 90s alternative rock artist, that. Ed's really great, guys. Ed's a great guy. I
1: really, no, I really do like that song, "Galloway Girl." That might be my wake up tomorrow. Who knows?
0: See, no, I don't no, no. We'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> now, but I really um, do like Ed Sheeran. I think he's very talented. I think he's a very talented guy. Truthfully, Ed, if you are listening to me, come on our show, <laughs> please come on, Ed. You can reach us at 1 800 Got Bill. And contact us at the Superview Show at gmail.com. And he's also got
1: another sh- and he's also got some other Irish type song I've never heard of called Nancy
0: Mulligan, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that one. I've never heard it. It's good. I mean he you know it's funny. And Castle on the Hill sounds like a little like like wide open fields. I don't know. Whenever I hear that's on Castle on the Hill, I think of wide open fields and I think of Ireland, but that's me. I don't
1: really think of that, but hey, that's what's so great about music. It's subjective.
0: Yes, it all is. He is, you know, and Ed's a very talented guy. I mean, he he has been around now for what, four albums so far and he's done done yeah. incredible work. Yeah, but when I think of St. Patrick, I really like that song Galloway Girl. Yeah, he's great. He's a yeah. I think he he, he kind of does look Irish, doesn't he? He does. I mean, look at him. For those of you who don't know what he looks like, just Google Ed Sheeran and we'll see what comes up. Hmm.
1: Okay, what's another band we could talk about before we get to the big one?
0: Uh, well, I was going to plug something before we get to the big one, if that's okay. All right, plug, plug something before we get it's to It's a the good segue into our final, probably our final artist we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, I want to touch on something that we're going to talk about you two in a second. But hear me out, everyone. U2X Radio and Sirius XM. And I know that some people are like, well, you know, you know, you always talk about this or that. I don't really talk about XM that often. Sirius XM is a fantastic service. Their consumer reception part, like, uh, like when you have to call them up and like schedule like something else to fix something, they suck at that, but it's a really good service overall. U2X Radio. If you're looking now, I bring this up right now because of like, you know, I obviously they're Irish, but I want to bring this up specifically because they, on this channel, there's a show uh, called The Phil Taggarty Show, where this guy in Northern Dublin, Bill, broadcast live brand new Irish music, like Irish rock, punk, whatever, on U2X Radio across North America so they can expose those artists. One of the things I love about U2X Radio so much, Bill, I love it so, 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 so much, is because they have, they, they don't just play U2 24-7 because no one could listen to that forever and ever. Like, you can't just listen. Some people could, but the vast majority of people couldn't. What, I, what I've i plug for anyone who wants to listen to it I have made a Spotify playlist called "Other Songs on U2X Radio." A lot of the songs are not just Irish songs, but they—they've played Jay Z, they've played Kanye West. Sorry, Bill. They've <laughs> played Rage Against the Machine. They've played uh, Kendrick Lamar. They've played Billy Eilish. What played- does this all have to do with U2? I'm getting to it. It's all, uh, anyways. This has to do with YouTube because it's all on U2X Radio and Sirius XM. It's not just U2 24-7. It's U2 and a lot of other variety artists in there. You get I've heard the most outrageous variety on this one channel, on Sirius XM. And if you haven't listened to it, get on it. I'm, I'm circling it back, Bill. Here we go. So long story short, there's a show on U2X Radio, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a show with a host by the name of Phil Taggarty. Phil Taggarty has his home base in Dublin, Ireland, and he broadcasts and he breaks Irish artists that are up and coming or brand new on U2X Radio. So if you're looking for more Irish music, jump on U2X Radio whenever he broadcasts. I'm not sure the exact times of his show, but if you listen to his show, you'll hear brand new Irish music. I kid you not. I I don't know if that's interesting to you or not, but it's it's fascinating. I find that interesting. Like, I'm not sure when he comes on. But it's really a. They do a lot of great programming on this channel. Like they have different shows, like, and I will get to you two in a second as well. But like, you know, they do, they, it's much more than just you two or like their shows or live, live performances. It's a lot, much more than that, guys. I got to tell you that much. So, I mean, there's, that's just something for you. But it's, it's just that good of a, a serious XM channel. And I love it, truthfully. Like, The Edge comes on and he interviews people. Uh, he, it, the, the one of the most interesting inter- interviews I had was the Edge interviewed Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like which was really cool. And hearing them both talk about music, and it was really cool. Um, uh, I, I cannot talk, any, uh, they have a show called Elevation where they had Run- DMC from Run DMC on talking about how he's been adopted. It's a really great radio station on Sirius XM. If you have XM, go to channel 32 and check it out. It's really good, anyways. U2X Radio. They do a lot of Irish programming on there, truthfully. It, it's in, if you can get the word out about it, it's fantastic stuff, guys. So that, that's my little tangent for the night. But there you go.
1: So uh, what's your favorite
0: YouTube song? Oh fuck. <laughs> that's really tough, bud. Um man, if I had to pick my favorite YouTube song. See, to me, it comes out, I have a top five, and then I have to narrow it down from there. My 5 YouTube U2 oh, songs. Just give me your top five, man. To, give me your top five. what have a beautiful day. Uh, What'd I say? I said, beautiful day, Sunday, bloody Sunday, which we got to. Uh, bad. Uh, pfft. Man, I'm going to say bad. I'm going to say, I'm going to echo... Who's gonna know? Mysterious Ways is a great song. And I'm also gonna echo um Where the Where the Streets Have No Name is probably my favorite. That might be my one of one of my favorite songs. Oh, I really do time. like that
1: song. I really do.
0: It's in like it's in my top five of all time. You personally. gave me your top five. Guess what I'm gonna do? Oh boy, Bill, what do you cut? Okay.
1: In no particular order. Um Actually, this might be in a slight particular order. I do like Sunday, Bloody Sunday, which is about Bloody Sunday in Ireland.
0: Literally, Bloody Sunday.
1: Sunday, Bloody Sunday. It's a
0: protest song in a sense, if you think about it. Yeah, and Paramore's version of that song sucks. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Paramore.
1: (laughs) I'm sure you're lovely folks, but... mm. Oh, yeah, but no. Um, Another one is... Is um one. Uh, one is
0: very good. It's a t- twisted song. Yeah, it's like a breakup song. It is. Every- everyone's like, "Oh, it's a great love song." No, it's a breakup song, guys. One, we're one. But I we're not the you same. To enter
1: and then you made me crawl, but I keep holding on. Like, bro, that's so depressing. and so sad. Actually, no, I would put one at number three. Number four, I would probably put Vertigo. I actually do like, hello, hello. I love Vertigo, too. It's, it's oh up there for me God. as well. Um, Like I said, three is one. Number two, I think this is actually a very underrated song. Um, Walk
0: On. That's a great one. Oh, my God. I love Walk On. I think that song is very under the radar. It is. It's very under the radar. I second that. Oh God. Welcome. Yeah, totally.
1: Good one. Stay safe
0: tonight. Yeah, it's a good one, man. And my number
1: one. And you just said it. And I know and because this is like the U2 I grew up with. Yeah. Because I was born in '94. Yep. And this was the one I grew up with, and this was beautiful day.
0: Oh, so good.
1: Because you know, that was a lot of people grew up with the U2 of Sunday, bloody Sunday, or one. Yep, that was the type of U2 I grew up on. Beautiful day, walk on,
0: yeah, elevation off that elevation. That's
1: the U2 I grew up on, and and you know, it also had because I really do love that song. Um, my um, and my and my um. And it has a bit of a sentimental reason, and I already liked it before this, but my good friend Steve, Steve, if you are watching, shout out, buddy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be at that Foo Fighters show with me, Jay. Steve. Yes, Bill and I are seeing the meet Foo, Foo Fighters You're going to meet him.
0: I'm excited to meet your friend, Bill. We're seeing the Foo Fighters in July. We can't wait.
1: Yeah. Um, when Steve and his lovely wife, Abby. Abby, if you're watching, shout out to you as well. Um, yeah. When they got married. They actually at the end of their ceremony goes, I now present to you Stephen Abbey as husband and wife. They actually walked out to Beautiful Day. Really? They actually walked out to that song.
0: Beautiful day. That's an interesting pick, though. If you think about it, too. Why do you say that's an interesting pick? Well, I, I was expecting like you said I expected to say all I want is you, but that's another easy song. But no, it's like, the, I remember the moment specifically, I now
1: present you for the first time husband and wife, Stephen and Ammon, they're walking out and it's a beautiful day!
0: Uh, actually, I could see that now. That makes sense.
1: Don't let it slip away! Woo.
0: I can that actually, I,
1: I can I can see that because they got married, so it's a... Beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. Um, And like, yeah, but um, YouTube, but, you know, I didn't even know YouTube was around in the 70s and 80s till I was like, you know, 14, I thought, because <laughs> again, when I, growing up on more like their 2000s, 90s stuff,
0: yeah, you're not aware that they were around longer. They formed in 1976, you forget that.
1: I, I started falling in love with their other stuff in seventh grade when I first heard the song One. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're right. That does sound like a breakup song.
0: It is. It is a breakup song. And
1: you say that song is like is actually is actually played at weddings, but it's like
0: Bono has gone on record and actually said that some people he has he has known people who have used that as their wedding song. And he's like, Are you mad? That song's not about falling in love. It's about breaking up. Are you crazy? <laughs> what's Did going on? I ask
1: too much? More than a lot. You give me nothing and now it's all I got. Because you or know one. what? Because it's like another song. And this is completely off topic. But you know what's another pe- song that people think it's a wedding, that they play this at weddings, but it's so not a wedding song? Which one? Someone Like You by Adele. Oh
0: my god, you're right.
1: <laughs> or is. stay or stay with me by Sam Smith. Like, guys, we're not all, I get it, we're not on topic here, but guys, never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Exactly. Does that sound like they're in love? No.
0: No, it's like a terrible breakup song.
1: Stay with me cuz I'm on my knees. You know what? We one day you know what should be a topic for us just misinterpreted songs.
0: It's a good idea we should do that one day but we
1: have to exclude one and I'll tell you off air. Okay, it's fine. but um no worries. Um,
0: but, but yeah but
1: you too um yeah. I do like Bono. I think he's very talented, but what do you think though JT a lot of people think he's a pompous
0: ass. I've heard that as well. I mean like I'm a big, big, big fan of them. I mean. To be honest, I, I, Bono has, Bono. I think, has his own insecurities and he just vents them sometimes.
1: And you know, he does good things though. He tra- raised money for people in Africa.
0: He, he is, they, th- that's one of the things about them too, that they are activists. They try their best to change the world and the best they can. So, in whatever way they can, I mean, they're activists as well. They, they, aside from their music, they have their fan, like they, they created the One Campaign, which now like helps at AIDS. Now they can actually treat AIDS because they like help fund it. Basically, it was crazy. So they're just yeah. trying to do good in the world, you know. And
1: God bless them for doing that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I but Robin Williams used to have this joke about him was every time I clap my hands, a child in Africa like, dies. And then Robin Williams go, "Would stop clapping your hands."
0: Exactly. Should should
1: Bono stop clapping his hands? That's up to him. I think he's fine, though. <laughs> yeah. Bono.
0: Yeah, Bono. Bono. Love him. Uh, uh, I, I think they're great. I think they're very talented, truthfully. And for a band that started out literally from high school and that took on the world, I mean, come on.
1: And they did and Bono and The Edge did Broadway once.
0: Yeah, they did Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. How could you Oh, that? that
1: show was a disaster.
0: I saw it on Broadway. And? I liked it, but it was like, you know, ugh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Justin saw it. Oh, my God.
1: And there was like an hour and a half delay. That's terrible. It, it, was a, it was a show doomed from the start. So And like people and like was like extra, extra Broadway show delayed for one hour. It was like a, it, they improvised. And do you know that Um, but with that show You know it's actually kind of funny again off topic Well it's not funny it's kind of screwed up The um, The guy who was in charge I think he was at the Edge's apartment For him to sign the contract Yeah And I think the story goes The guy who was going to produce it Didn't have a pen <laughs> And the Edge went up to go get a pen And then you know what happened to the producer He had a heart attack wow. and died
0: Oh good God!
1: (laughs) So yeah, that show was doomed from the start.
0: Yeah, that that one did not do well. So
1: not that I'm making light of this poor man's death, but no, no, of course not. But you know, but it's kind of yeah, you know, this show was doomed from the start.
0: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: If I'm Bono, I'm like, okay, is this an omen? Is this a bad omen? If someone you know died at the at the at the at the signing?
0: Yeah, literally. So, yeah, but... It, and you saw you two, right? I did. I saw them in 2017. I'm waiting for my Octung Baby 30th anniversary tour, you two. Just letting you guys know. He's waiting, um, you're saw,
1: waiting
0: aren't you? I'm waiting. I saw them on the Joshua Tree Tour 2017, and they were... I mean, that was my first time seeing them. It was my dad's second time seeing them. But they were, like... They're one of my favorite live performances I've ever seen. Like, I mean... We talked about that as well. Like, that's another one of our podcasts. Check it out. But like, we we saw I saw them. And I was like, oh my god, this was incredible. Like there, there's one thing to hear their songs on the radio or on your phone, or whatever. But like, hearing them actually like live was just a drastically, incredibly different thing for the better. It was incredible. No, I'm sure it was. So it's like they're just. and they're a live band. people forget that they're a live band they are known to be live they're incredible like i mean bill if they tour again you know what you're doing with me right oh i am coming with i will come with you no doubt buddy we'll go together we're going together
1: yeah we're we're, we're that's one of the acts he has to drag me to the other one and bruce
0: springsteen yeah, get on it, bud. And Billy Joel cuz you haven't seen him yet. I have not seen him yet. So, uh um, we got we're going to be a little busy. We're going to be busy. We're going to be definitely prioritizing your next couple of years. <laughs> what if um, I move somewhere far away? Yeah, right now, I'll track you down. I'll get you. Okay. Um, I'm going to hold I'm going to hold you to that. I think I mean, we're we're kind of coming to the closing of this episode, but like I think, but just in closing thoughts, like you two. I mean, yes, they came from Ireland, so you have to talk about them. But like, they do have like, they're not completely. They're an Irish band with like a different. They're not really Irish sounding in a sense. Like, I mean, they're a rock band. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's some songs that are not like. I mean, the closest one they have, in my opinion, that's a, that's like a true Irish song. Is I still haven't found what I'm looking for. If you think about it, yeah, like that's like the one I could like single out and be like. Yeah, that's an Irish song. Or a gospel like, song, in a sense. My good friend Daniel Zuckerman,
1: when he was in um, Ireland, he yeah. met this guy. And, you know, when you say with Irish sounding, you're kind of right. Because he said this guy from Ireland goes, oh, I'll be honest with you. No, no, actually, it wasn't in Ireland. He was in New Orleans. But the guy was from Ireland. He's like, oh. oh, I'll be honest with you. If it wasn't for America, nobody would have heard of you, too. It's true. Yeah, they are more. um, They are from Ireland, but they are more Americanized.
0: Yeah, I remember we could talk about them all day. But like, one of the things I remember hearing them talk about at one point was how they they said since we're from Ireland, our first goal was let's target the UK and you know tour over there. But then let's target America and break big, and they broke huge. They are still. I go on record. I've said this before. They are still to this day, one of the, one of the remaining biggest bands on the planet. They will tour it, they just played in India for the first time ever in 2019. I, I agree sold one out of the
1: biggest bands on the planet.
0: They're one of the biggest bands on the planet. I've gone on record for and I've talked about them. Like they are they regardless of what you think of them, they're still an incredibly huge live act. So if you haven't seen them, get on it. I, this is my, my point of reference, but that's me. No, I agree. Um, any other thoughts, bud, before we wrap it up for tonight? Or are you good? I think I'm good. Well, in that case, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening. However you enjoyed us tonight, sound off and of wherever you are. And a thank you, of course, to- <coughs> I'm sick. Sorry, guys. To Bill Murphy as well. For a happy birthday tomorrow, bud. Thank you very much, my friend. Thank you very much. 28 ever looks so good. Tw- 28 and
1: feeling great. And again, Justin, I missed the 27 club.
0: <laughs> there you he go. Last
1: year, he was like, happy birthday, Bill. Don't die this year. Don't join the 27 club.
0: No, no, no. No, no. no. I, I, who, who would I do my show with? Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm. T- so yeah, 28, feeling great, and I missed the 27 club. Whoop, whoop. Um, but um, anyways, thank you so much for watching, listening. I hope you enjoyed us tonight, Bill. Yes, baseball's back. Is the Sports Insanity podcast promoting anything? My chance? Yes. Don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity Network
1: and the Sports Insanity podcast. We got baseball's back. March Madness is here. We got a lot of stuff going on. We're going to be doing a lot of live streaming the March Madness game. So check that out. Yes. Please check it out. And you know, yeah, because remember, we're awesome. <laughs>
0: and we can go crazy, so you don't have to, and they go insane. Um, but, anyways, thank you so much for watching, listening, and, I, and remember Sh- Sh- sports energy podcast I cannot emphasize. These guys do an incredible job over there. They do a great job. I've watched their show without them knowing about it, but they, they, they've done an incredible job. No, they, well, we know are, now. <laughs> there you go.
1: We they know.
0: Uh, follow them on Spotify, however you want to stream them, enjoy them, whatever you got to do. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you enjoy tonight. But until next time, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.